What's funny is, is nobody, like, I'm the only, like, Twitter warrior among us here. Like, I'm on Twitter. You're yeah. on Twitter, but... I don't engage uh, with people. You don't engage I don't with know how to get followers. Nobody likes me. No, I don't care about followers <laughs> I'm there at for all. the memes and the breaking news. Oh. I'm there for the news and beating up on liberals, like, as hard as I can. That's what social media in general is for. That's what it should be. Yeah. That's what it should be for. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Freedom Wire, your number one source for patriotic truth. Connor, Ryan, Sean. Um, today we're going to talk to you about the proposed buyout or the proposed ousting of Twitter CEO Jack Dorsey uh, due to uh, um, the proposed buyout by billionaire, uh, what's his name, last name Singer, I can't remember the first name. Paul. I, I, Paul Singer, yeah, Paul Singer, and uh, how he wants to get rid of him and to avoid... Conservative bias. Mm. It could be a semi-hostile conservative takeover of Twitter. And watch them in the three, recent future. Yeah, watch the left just all freak out about it. Well, that'll, that'll be awesome. So yeah. uh, please, like the video, share the video, comment below. What do you think? Do you think it's time that we had a little bit of control, taking a little control back? I don't even want control. I just want fairness. Right. That's all I really care about. Let everything go or let nothing go. Um Comment below. Also, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Hit the notifications bell. And please sign up for the free newsletter. It's at freedomwire.com. Go to the front page. Put your email in. You get two mailings a day of the stories that are most important to conservatives because they're, you won't find them anywhere else. Um, also, it. while you're there, hit the store tab. Buy some swag. We, came prepared we all wore a shirt today. It doesn't happen very often. You guys are wearing the same shirt, the, the old glory design on the back. And you got Nobody America. See it. I got America, but very comfortable shirts. It's because yeah, they're, they're great shirts. It's because we've been here so long. <laughs> anyway, let's dive into this. Um, how awesome would this be if it, if it comes to fruition? I mean, they, uh, they say there is, like... Jack Dorsey and his his uh, he's got a lawyer. They were on Rogan a couple months ago, and they talked about how there was no bias and how you know they. It's, how many it's, people on the left are getting banned on Twitter? Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Yeah. The the fact that they banned they banned that one woman. I can't remember her name for saying uh, men are not women. They they shut her down. She's not allowed on Twitter. Look how long Louis Farrakhan was on there. Well, yeah. I mean, the guy calls the Jews cockroaches. And then they get rid of Alex Jones. Tell me what Alex Jones has done that deserves to be banned. Like, Alex Jones says a lot of dumb things. But, he says dumb things. But they're not violating Twitter's code of conduct. If Twitter, here's a, if Twitter banned stupid people, there'd be like four Twitter users left. Here's the question, though. Is, is Alex Jones really dumb? I mean, he called the whole pedophile ring... Years ago. Honestly, I don't watch enough of his stuff to even know. I'm just saying. I'm not going to get off on no, I'm just like, Alex yeah. Jones thing. Yeah, but the frogs. Like, he, he, said, he says enough dumb things. Maybe Twitter. maybe not dumb. Maybe outlandish is a better word um, and, until they're proven wrong. You know, he has said one thing that's dumb. But was that, you know, where he, he, he denied that uh, Sandy Hook <clears throat> were crisis actors and... Oh yeah, that was. But is that enough to get banned from from Twitter while you have well, 
Antifa people that are literally calling for outright violence against conservatives and Trump supporters. And they're allowed to tweet every day. Yeah, here's my problem with social media. And way back when we started the podcast, I think we did an episode on social media about this. And it's... To me, it's they, there's just no clear guidelines. What what are they actually? There's like they kind of just make it up as they go. Well, they say there are clear guidelines, but there's not. Everyone knows there's not. There, there might be clear guidelines that aren't applied yeah. that's in, not, with any rhyme or reason to it. I mean, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook—they all have like these kind of like murky areas where they can just kind of it's at their discretion almost. That's my frustration with them. It's not that I mean they're entitled to do what they want. They're their own companies, but to at least make it. Where, where, you know, you're consistent. And you open yourself up to lawsuits at that point, too, don't you? I mean, if you're not, like, with some of that stuff, I mean, I'm not in a big contract. Well, but, they, but they, they've been sued, yeah, they, you know. Well, I know we're switching to, or I'm just switching to Facebook real quick. For example, are they a publisher or are they not? Because they're in law, that matters. Because if they're a publisher, then they can't really, like, you know, they can, you know, like, is it an open or open source? What is it? No, There's two the, different set of laws for that. It's the platform versus publisher yeah. debate where if they're a platform then they have to give an open space to everybody. Otherwise, they're, you know, impinging on free speech rights and, uh, you know, shutting down dissenting voices. But if they're a publisher, they can choose to put out whatever they want because they're a private company. Right. And private entities don't necessarily have to abide by, you know, everyone's right to speak freely. I'm, and I'm going to say something that's probably unpopular, but I think everybody should be allowed to say whatever they want. Um, I, if you're anti-Semitic, if you're if you're anti-black, if you're anti-white, everybody should be able to have that that ability to say that on any platform that they wish, so people can see what kind of stupidity is out there. I don't think I, I don't think it helps them to put that kind of language out there, and 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 but I think they should have the right to do it. So because we should know who we're dealing with. We should know that these people are that, you know, how they feel and be like, okay, this guy's, that's crazy. Let's stay away from him. But now what they're basically doing is they're forcing people to hide their true feelings. It it makes people with ideas like that go underground and it's harder to see, you know, where all that stuff actually lies. But as, as to whether it's a good idea to bring all that out in the open or not, people tend to go back and forth on it because yeah. it, 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 you don't really know how much are you about to, you know, dig up if you're suddenly saying, everybody put out your opinions here. Right. Well, and again, just to clarify, This is America, though, is it not? Yeah, freedom of speech in the First Amendment is uh, a lot of people, they... You know, they misconstrue the meaning of it. It's just the government can't interfere. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like a private company, like... They can do they whatever, can do whatever, they, whatever want. they want. Right. So there's a miss, and both sides do that. They're like, well, it's against free speech. You go, well, they're not the government. The government does that. I'll be with you in D.C. right now. We'll be going yeah. protesting right now. But I, it's all. Yeah. And well, and, and until Bernie wins the presidency and tries to privatize social media. And, no, Maybe. nationalize. 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 Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Bernie doesn't. No, the internet. Anything. He flat out said he wants to nationalize the internet. Which would mean that he would have direct control over the Freedom Layer podcast. <laughs> that would not be good for us. No, 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 no. We'll make it good. I, I, I think we'd, uh, we'd bring survive. it on, Bernie. Bring it on, but, Bernie. Like, and this is the thing. Back to the the publisher versus platform. They try to market themselves as a platform and then behave like a publisher. So it would be you know one thing if they just picked a side and stuck to it, but it's the inconsistency of well. And and look, here's the thing. 
It's speech. Unless you are, uh, what what is, what does it say? Basically, like everything, anything except like yelling fire in a crowded building or whatever. Like direct calls for violence. So direct. the only time when speech becomes violence. Right. Well, and not. I don't even think direct calls for violence are violence. Or because like who's going to listen? Like, what's that? Like tied tied to violence, not speech itself. Well, I, I don't even. I even think that's weird. Because it's like I could tell, you know, I could I could go out on Twitter and say, all right, I want you to go punch a liberal in the face today. Nobody's gonna that that's me. That would but be me if, calling for violence. But as a devil's advocate, um, what if it was like Bernie Sanders that said it? That Again, just, it should not matter. But what if they do carry it out? He says, well, then that's then if they carry it out, then then people are stupid that listen to him. No, I'm just saying. That's a solid, that would be brother. The, There's laws and stuff that show you that you cannot touch another person. But I'm just saying, I mean, it's like that would be the counter argument to that is just, yeah, some some idiot on Twitter is saying it, it's not going to, but if it's somebody in authority, I just wonder if that changes the dynamic. No, it, it, I don't think it should. I well, mean, they, they shouldn't necessarily receive the same kind of responsibility for it. Like, Bernie wasn't held responsible when that nut job went and shot up the congressional softball game. Nor should he have been. Nor, yeah, exactly. Nor should he have been. Like, sure, the guy was a Bernie supporter, and Bernie has, you know, bad rhetoric, but it's just rhetoric. It was this guy's decision to go shoot people. But had Bernie said, hey, somebody go shoot up this softball game, and then the guy went and did it, then Bernie has, you know, grounds to be charged, not necessarily as, like, to the same degree as the shooter, but with, you know, some sort of... Conspiracy beforehand or something. Yeah, like but that. It, the, but then the, then you got to the problem is then you got to fig, figure out where the threshold is. Mm-hmm. Where does your where does you saying this not matter and when does it matter? It's kind of what I was getting at too. With that and that and I, I don't think you know I I think with that if if somebody listens to that that's a problem with the person who listened to it. Do you know what I'm saying? Because if you think. Just because somebody tells you to do something, you should do something, you've got issues. You've got problems. I mean, what about, like, uh, people that carry out terrorist attacks, though? I mean, that they're, they're, they're influenced by people calling violence. They're terrorist leaders or whatever on the on the Internet, actually. Well, that's that's a whole... That, now you're getting into a whole other set well, of... No, I mean, they're calling... No, they're, they're, that's they're totally tra- different. But they're trying they're, to you're encourage talking, violence. You're talking politically... But they're trying pol- to encourage violence. Though. Political or, or religious... There's there's difference when they're between political ideology and religious ideology. There's nothing in a in a. But what, and what's the, if they're calling for violence? What difference does it make if it's political? Because it, when it's when it's your the tenets of your faith to do what your uh, religious leader leaders tell you to do, then that's one thing. Nobody tells a you know no one says that you have to do whatever a politician tells you to do. You have to do what the laws tell you to do. There's, it's the laws of man versus the laws of your God. I know, but I'm just saying, what if it was like some sheik in New York City calls for radical violence of to be carried out against you know Trump or something? They do, and they and they do, and they do it. Like, so are they held accountable at all? The the people, the leader, the sheik in New York City. It's, I'm making this up. This isn't actually real, but. Well, I don't know why New York City would have a chic, but... Um. <laughs> Excuse me, yeah, no, <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, there was the, the dude in the 93 terrorist attack. What was his deal? Well, like, if, if it, yeah. did he plot it? Did, was he a part of the conspiracy? Well, that would be, yeah, that's, that's true. That's, the I mean, whole, that's different, you know? but I'm like, what if he's just spouting off and they did... I don't know, I'm just trying to look at... I don't know, I'm just trying if to look someone's at spouting off like yeah. that, something tells me 
that they're going to be involved. Like the, the, the ability to have freedom of speech does not somehow make you immune from the consequences of your speech. That's a good point. Like if, if you go out in public and use your freedom of speech to throw out a bunch of racial slurs to every minority you see, and you odds your, are you're going to get punched in the face. Yeah. And you deserve that. You deserve that. I'd, so, probably, I'd be one of them probably. Yeah, exactly. So no, like, yeah. yeah, don't limit my freedom of speech, but like, look, you're, you're not protected from the consequences right. of the things you say. Right. Like, the, you, you put something out there and it has a real world consequence. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I just don't think you should be, I don't think... I don't. I really don't think language is violence. No, language is not violence, but language has consequences. Because language words, has consequences. Words, I agree one hundred percent. It's not violence, but you know everybody yeah. knows. Anyone who's been in middle school can tell you words can hurt you. But the problem but, is the the big the big problem has been it's been an overwhelming uh, response against the right as compared to what's against the left, and regardless of this and and. Some of these things that they're they're banning uh, liberals for, or, or I'm sorry, conservatives for, are the most minor, minute things. Um, I mean, look at us. You know, you guys. Zero are hedge, all, didn't they? Like Twitter, didn't they get um, banned off of Twitter for a while? With zero hedge. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. What? I've read their stuff. I never. Thought it's was, a news. It's yeah. a news source. There was one guy. I believe he's uh, he's British. He's a conservative speaker, musician, kind of internet personality who got into some Twitter debate with a, a transgender activist and like responded, or they responded with, uh, you know, some weird insult. And he just said, okay, dude. And he got banned from Twitter because dude was gendered language. And yeah, that's, was, re- that's I ridiculous. That, I say that joking with girlfriends of mine. Like, I hey, say, dude. I, I say, yeah, it's like, I, I, I call don't mean girls yeah. and I call girls and guys bros and dudes. What's up, bro? Yeah. Those kind of things have become it's kind of like, gender neutral. Yeah, they're like gender neutral. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, Shake like, your pronouns. Like, just saying <laughs> okay, dude, to someone who was right. offended by the word dude was enough to get someone banned from Twitter. But th- thankfully, Paul Singer wants yes. to do something. Now, Paul Singer was, was a, a never-Trumper. And uh, over the last three years, it seems like he's he may not be on the Trump train. He's seen he's given some he's open minded enough, but he's open minded enough, and he's I think he's seen the the work that Trump's done, and he does not he does not want what happened in twenty sixteen to happen again in twenty twenty, where conservative voices are silenced. So him, uh, he's used his uh, his uh, financial group. They've bought a huge chunk of Twitter stock. And uh, he's already trying to figure out a way to maybe oust Jack Dorsey, who's one of the founders of the company. That, that's unconfirmed at this point, but like right. evidence seems to suggest. Evidence, yeah, he's, he's, there's been four. He has enough clout now on Twitter's board to, uh, to potentially create a situation which Dorsey is uh, removed. And Dorsey and can't do anything about it because there's only one kind of stock. Uh, there's only... Uh, what is it? Uh, public stock? I, IPO? No, no, no. I, I, but there's like, there's no preferred or no. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it? like the, the stock that Dorsey himself owns is the same that As everybody else. owns. The old Steve Jobs treatment from the 80s, huh? Yeah. Like Apple, or the 90s, whenever they did that. Thing. Yeah, that, the same thing that happened yeah. to Steve Jobs can happen to Jack Dorsey. Yeah. He did not protect himself. No. Um, 
And and look, here's the thing is, I've watched some things on Jack Dorsey. He doesn't seem like a bad guy at all. But um, and, and, and yeah, he's a chill guy. And, and even though he may be a liberal, it doesn't bother me at all. Um, I probably have more of a problem with I think it's less him and less of a directive of Jack Dorsey than the actual people that work underneath him. Like, you know, think about where Twitter and all these these uh, social media companies are, are headquartered. You know, they're California, California, around San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And these like the people that are fanatical there about their about their political beliefs. So they would not think twice to, again, shadow ban uh, certain certain keywords or shadow ban certain people or whatever. Um, We've 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 been dealing with it ourselves here at Freedom Wire. If you're watching this right now, consider yourself lucky. We've gone from thousands of views on our videos to hundreds. I mean, we love YouTube. Don't demonetize. <laughs> please let us please keep, us make money. keep the money we make from the videos. Yeah, but back to... But I don't get it. We're, we're, we're not... No, we're not doing anything out of the We're not doing anymore. anything that we shouldn't be doing. We're not... We don't... You know, didn't like we don't full out. You know, call for any violence. We don't do anything of that nature. But I mean, yet, I, I've literally looked in the camera and, and called it racist pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. if you're watching. That's racist, why we keep getting pieces. Yeah. All right, damn. Ah, there goes another one. But but kind of back to a broader discussion on social media. What do you guys? I mean, what's your? I have my opinion. I'm just asking this for the uh, for for the good of the group. What do you guys think on breaking up big tech? Like, there's this movement going on about you know break up like the the Googles and the and the uh, the Facebooks and the, and the. I think it's mostly Google, right? See, that's got more Google and it's kind Google of and one. Facebook are the two big yeah. names that I hear because they're the ones with their. Their hands in. I have very strong everything. opinions, but I just wanted to ask that. First. Well, they have a lot of like the the problem is is they do have a lot of influence over a lot of people. Sure. What are, there's over a billion uh, Facebook members. That's a lot of people. And we we saw it. It, it kind of all came to a head during the 2016 election, where people finally started to wake up and realize how much of an effect social media was having on even like global politics and stuff. Um, you know, whether you buy into Russian interference or not, or the Russian bots all over the place, like, social media was playing a pretty major role where... And it, that's, it, where, that's yeah. where the bots reside, are yeah. in the social media exactly. platforms. And it, it became kind of the, the new platform where now it, it's less important about where you go and more about what you say on social media that was uh, helping people reach voters. Well, are they, technically, here's the thing. Are they monopoly? There's, there's other uh, uh, search engines out there. You don't need to just do Google. You know, Google isn't the end Bing. all be all. There's Bing, Bing. and there's always see here. So right, this is what I was going to go with this. There's always another company around the corner that nobody ever sees. The only reason that company doesn't get in there is when the government protects the monopoly. That's the only. So I, this is an unpopular opinion with a lot of people. I'm fine with monopolies if they're private sector, if they're not protected by government, because even still, they have to keep performing to keep the business. Well, just, just here's the thing. If it's the government protected, then nobody else has got a chance. Wouldn't if Facebook come online, like start to gain 2007, 2000? Yeah, 05, 06, 07, something yeah, like that. Something I, was like a, that. I was like a senior. But before school. that, MySpace was huge. Right. And then, MySpace, like, right. MySpace was like the biggest thing. 
And then all of a sudden, Facebook popped up. It's bound to happen. We're bound to get something else that pops up that 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 will uh, you know resonate with the youth. Yeah, you well, know, and that's what that's what drives this. And Facebook isn't really even super popular with people my age anymore. Uh, Twitter and Instagram are right. mostly where everyone has their stuff, and Facebook is kind of. You know, like that's what your parents are on. Yes, yeah, yeah. And like you, my might, grand, my ninety-year-old yeah. grandmother has a Facebook page. And you might be on Facebook, but it's like, oh, that's where you see posts from someone you went to middle school with, and you. But that's when it was there. cool. Back in the day, it used to be, oh, oh yeah, like you kept in touch. Now it seems to be just nothing but a political soundboard. Yeah. But I think this is an important distinction because if you look at government protecting monopolies over time, what well, AT&T was for years. They yeah. finally broke it up. I think it's a little bit better now. Do you see we have a lot more innovation in the, in the, in the communication market? If, if you look at the utilities, those are all by the government. And we all know, we've all had our dealings, I'm sure, with the utilities. All these companies that are, you know, are publicly owned, they seem to suck because they have no incentive to get better. Whereas, like, even, and again, this is even more controversial. I, the Rockefellers and all that, I had no problem with them having, I think it's been missed on history. There's a reason they were able to get to that business because they were producing the best business at the time. Well, that's it, that's yeah. what it should always be about. Is per, per, There's a difference between government protecting monopolies, which I'm not a fan of. Right. And that could be private companies, too. I'm not, I'm like, if they're like Obama Solyndra? Yeah, yeah, there you go. Exactly. Isn't, uh, isn't FPL, uh, like yeah. a regional monopoly. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like those, those sort of things are government that's what I was protected, about, yeah. and there's not a ton of incentive to get better. Right. Yeah. But, well, but here's the thing: Lake Worth, who's just right north of us, has their own utilities. They're so much more expensive than FPNL, and they have way worse coverage. And 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 like 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 you get brownouts all the time. It's like and and like what would cost you a hundred bucks under FPNL will cost you. Almost two hundred bucks under uh, Lake Worth Utilities. It's like you know, well, that makes sense. But Lake Worth has has a has it written into their charter that they don't have, they get to do their own utilities. So, so that's what I'm saying. So to me, there's a big distinction between government protected and then private market monopolies because eventually no private monopoly ever that's won. a local government monopoly no no but i'm just talking about I'm <laughs> when you talk when you really yeah. think about it yeah it is <laughs> right and uh, uh, just because it's local politics doesn't make it good i mean it's yeah, not yeah. good either just uh, but as much as a federalist federal stadium but i'm just so it's but just, most power companies are when you really think about it they are yeah they have a, a regional regional because the government says like you're the provider for this area like and sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not. But you know, also is driving up. It'll drive up electricity costs because they're government. All these calls for they have to produce a certain amount of renewables. That's expensive. Yeah, that's expensive. They ain't cheap. Well, you can't. You know, look, no solar power until they figure out solar, wind, and hydro until they figure out a way to store, store the energy. It's that simple. It's it's just there's no wind blowing, there's no energy. If there's no sunshine, there's no energy. If the water's not moving, there's no there's no energy. That's just that's just facts. Once they figure out how to store it, that's another game. Yeah. And 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 then I will be when that when they figure out that technology, I'll be all aboard the renewable express. But sure. until they figure that out, it'd be great. We got to do what we got to do. Right. And, and as far as, yeah, it just, it, I just, I, the government monopolies things, they really just, it just, that's the difference. Which, which of the, of the, not you, let me ask you, 
of 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 the social plat social media platforms, which one would you like to see? Just eighty sixth, just like gone. The three major, just, gone completely. Yeah, the three major being Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Instagram, uh, probably Facebook. Just uh, seeing. I don't count see. Snapchat. Snapchat's yeah. a weird. I don't really yeah. count that as social media, even though it technically mm-hmm. is. It's just a weird. Yeah. Um. D- just as a matter of personal preference, I've I've never been a huge fan of Facebook, but. Just from the way things are going, you can see Twitter's kind of like kind of pushing the edge on things with more people are going there for for stuff and it, it's not all great. Well the, the problem the problem is is people start is when they believe everything they read mm-hmm. wholeheartedly right off the jump. You know, like um anything like the whole Russia uh, no, even this coronavirus, blaming Trump for this. When they're, he didn't cut the CDC, but that's taken off. Like, and he's anti-science. But yeah, just oh yeah, Mike, Mike Pence doesn't believe. It. Yeah. yeah, but it all stems, and they they all believe it. I go, and I was I was Twitter fighting a guy the other day. I go, do you actually read up on anything that you post? Send him a link or, to the AP, or do you just literally read off the memes that are on... on I think a lot of people... I, I've encountered a lot of people mm-hmm. over the years who hate Trump just because Twitter told them to. Like, they, they can't necessarily point to anything specific. They just know what they've seen other people post about. And that's why... They're, that's the danger of social media, that you get stuck in this echo chamber that you accidentally create for yourself. Because when you first start, you know, on social media, you, you follow people you know, and then, you know, maybe follow some accounts who are, you know, famous people that you that you like and stuff like that. And then all the things that these platforms recommend, like other people you should follow, they're all related to the ones you already follow. So if I follow a bunch of conservative news outlets and stuff, it's going to recommend more conservative news outlets until, you know, I'm so deep down a yeah. conservative rabbit hole that I've never once seen someone from the other side. I, and I, that's why people get so entrenched in these I have, ideas. I just had one thing to say before I know we're getting. Well, I was like, have you noticed the world hasn't ended since net neutrality? Like, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, the liberals. Oh my gosh, it's gonna be the end of the. I'm like, I, I, we're doing. I mean, we're on the internet right now. Back back to your point. I, I live by the adage that if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Mm-hmm. But the same thing goes if you're if you're in a room and everybody is saying the same thing that you're saying, you're in the wrong room. And that's the problem with a, with a lot of these social media. Like you said, it's an echo chamber. I specifically look outside of my echo chamber, and that's probably why I get in so many so many beefs um, because of it. But I do it on purpose because I want to see how these people. You got to know where they're coming. I got to understand where they're coming. I read from. the Vox, Huffington Post, all those too, all the all the time, because so, I want to know what they're saying. Like, yeah, I, New York I Times still follow you know people I know who are extremely liberal, and yeah, sometimes it's annoying when people constantly post their political opinions. But at the same time, you can see what it's like, you know, not following MSNBC and reading news articles, but following just another average person who happens to be a Democrat and see them post about stuff, that you understand the more genuine desires there. This isn't someone who's part of some insidious plot to overthrow yeah, the country. They, they have a legitimate concern. That here's the thing. If we, could sit, we could be in a room full of Democrats, and as long as we're not talking politics, we'll probably all get along. I have plenty of Democrats. Yeah, I, I do too. I or do even too. you can talk politics and then... On certain issues, it should be fine as long as everyone's not 
you know, out looking for a fight. Well, and it's okay to get even to get heated in a political situation, but it's when it becomes personal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah, why well, it's it, like you're, that's... you know, you're, you're like you're raised, you know, you've heard it all the racism, whatever. It's like if once it gets personal, then I'm I'm done talking to you. Like if it, we can, do, I mean, I, I get fired up when I talk to him too. I'm not gonna be like, oh, I just sit there. I'm like, but I've I've never gone ad hominem on him. No, I, I, it's, yeah. to me, it's less. I, and look, I don't have the facts. I just speak logically. I, that's that to me is even. It, it seems to be even more disarming to them. Then, because they then don't, hitting them with facts. You don't have an expert status. I don't want. I'm not an expert. Yeah. I don't have all the facts. We can look it up, They're but emotional. it doesn't matter. But if you use logic, why would you, anything that gives away your freedoms is a bad idea? Yeah. Bottom line. And this is something we like to avoid with the potential takeover of Twitter. Like we we'd like to see you know more fairly applied rules and you know some you know, kindness shown to the conservative viewpoint, but we don't want a massive conservative shift. No, because no. Because we start, like, you know, petulant children, like, yeah. well, the left got away with it for years, so now well, they, we're just going to shadow ban leftists and, you know, no, 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 we don't just want, make we, it the same. No petty revenge, none of that, because what'll happen is, is once you get, and you're seeing it, what's happening in, in mm-hmm. Twitter now, and you see it happening in, throughout the whole party, when you have so many voices... Screaming all at once, they start to fracture, and you you get these different, you know, segments. So that's the Twitter's been overly liberal for so long that they're fighting with each other because you're either not liberal enough or you're too liberal. You know what I'm saying? Or you're you're a leftist or you're 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 just a liberal. You know, it's like that's what's happening to the party, and where I th- I think that would happen to any party that was a massive. Uh, had a massive, um, what's it called? A massive, uh, can't think of the word all of a sudden. But it's a massive presence. Yeah. If you have a massive presence, and, and like I said, if, if you're in a room and, and most of you are all talking the same thing, you lose the idea to talk to other people. So you, you're only fighting with this person. If this person's a Bernie supporter and they're not a Biden, but, and this guy's a Biden supporter, they have a lot of the same beliefs, but they're fighting against each other. And it's t- and, and they're they're calling each I've yeah. seen it they're calling each other racists I know it's in the crazy then you you see like the the feminist narrative and the transgender narrative and all all these other things they're they're starting to butt heads and they, like, they the movements don't support each other anymore but I was gonna say we we're talking about logical arguments to, I I they can never answer this one I'll just sit back and be like okay all right you you guys trust the government oh no 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 we don't trust I go do you want to give that government more power. They have nothing. They can't. Come. Well, like, what? You just you just told me you don't trust. Why would you give people you don't trust more power? Like that, who are terrible. I agree with you on the first point. I agree. That's why I don't want to give them more power. That's one of the reasons. There's also this whole liberty thing, but you know we don't want to talk about that. That's old fashioned. That's old timey. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> it's it, it it'll be interesting to see if this happens. Hopefully, Paul Singer. Again, we don't want we don't want a swing to the conservative side. We just want something. Right down the middle, and most conservatives do. Hopefully, uh, we we don't need revenge. No. We don't we don't need to to uh, because they did it. We should do it. We don't yeah. need any special benefit. We just want it all balanced. Like yeah, we don't be. need goose or gan goose and gander kind of stuff. Here's the thing: we can win in ideas. We do every time when we're, we're there's a point for your point. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, do you think uh, this is going to happen? Do you think Paul Sanger will oust Jack Dorsey? Do you think that we'll ever find a happy medium 
and social media, please comment below. Also, like the video, share it, subscribe to the channel, hit the notifications bell, and then please go to freedomwire.com. Subscribe to the newsletter. Get your mailings that the uh, with stories that only conservatives. Well, not only, but everyone should. Care everybody about. should care, but uh, definitely conservatives more than anybody else because you won't see these stories other places. Um, go there and then go to the store tab at freedomwire.com and buy some swag. Other than that, you guys have anything else you would like to add? Any predictions on Super Tuesday? Is Biden going to keep getting back in the race? Today? Yes. Yeah, I think, so too. I think uh, Bloomberg is going to massively flop. Bernie's going to do average. Biden's going to really overperform in a way no one was expecting. And then it'll basically just come down to Biden and Bernie for the next little bit. Yeah, I think the New York Times is wrong today. They said that they think Bernie's going to run away with it, except for Alabama. I, I just completely disagree. I think Warren's done after oh, this. Oh, yeah. Oh, I forgot she's even in it. All right, so there's, there's our Freedom Wire predictions. These might not age well. <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and end the episode with a knock knock joke. Knock knock. Who's there? Not Jeffrey Epstein because he oh, didn't kill himself. Oh, he's dead. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening, and as always, stay free, America.